When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. The perfect Panthers, this brutal machine, have gone back to back. And nothing else matters. Here's Edward versus Simon. Oh, Simon. Oh, Simon. Oh, one more sleep. Here we go. Well done, Jeremy Markham. Great package to get us right in the mood for crunch time. Brought to you by Ozito Powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. Before you dig, don't dig blind and search before you dig online. Every time one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We welcome our listeners. However, you are chiming into the back line, maybe through the wireless SEN eleven seventy in Sydney, SENQ six ninety three in Queensland, and sixteen twenty on the Gold Coast. Maybe belatedly through the app. Either way, we appreciate you making a part of your day for us. So one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do it. In two thousand and three. This man was a premiership winner who came up with an iconic moment and he's in studio wearing that exact jersey. Uh, Scotty Sattler, good afternoon. <laughs> You're ready to rock and roll. I 20 years ready. on. Ready to rock and roll. Yep. We, had a, we had a fair few beers last night out at Penrith Leeds Club with Roycey Simmons as well. Roycey yeah. came along. What a great the man. The grand final luncheon. Your grand final luncheon. And uh, so ready to rock and roll now. AFL grand final today, but... Tomorrow, potentially, as everyone keeps saying, one of the great grand finals. Have you done your reunion this year? Well, that was last yesterday. Oh, you used yeah, it. So but we you always, don't always do the grand final luncheon, do you? No, uh, we always do Friday before the grand final yesterday. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so we usually do a pub in the rocks or around. You look fresh, though. You're not like a, Yeah, no, it was good. Finished early. But um, next Friday, is a, we're doing a cruise right. on the harbour. Wow. Mm. Are you going into international waters where the rules don't apply? <laughs> <laughs> well, that voice you hear, Sydney Morning Herald's chief NRL reporter, two-time Walkley Award winner, and the custodian of a safe that's been there for 20 years and never opened, <laughs> Adrian Brzezica. I'm thinking about opening it now. Fletch and I, I make a bid. ceremonial opening. Yep. I mean, it could be anything in there. Like, it could be... And Aladdin's Cave of could Treasures. It could be a severed head. Yep. I just don't know. Yeah. Fletch and I want to make a bid. And then we we pay AP and mm. we get half of anything that's in there. I like Have a it. percentage. Yeah. Could be half of nothing. Yeah. What about the timing of Coach K, who he's been in here quite early, and we do appreciate it, the, the Char Grills Charlie uh, chicken sandwiches and, and the oh. devil wings, they're my sort of weakness. But 
he came out with them right as we were about to open the show. <laughs> I know. I, I did smash three three wicked wings <laughs> in, in about forty five seconds. But uh, now the man who's been behind this show all year, mostly uh, the great fella, the maestro. How are you, mate? Very, very well. Very excited. Is it? Uh, this is heaven. Yep. This weekend, uh, I can't wait for. This afternoon, yep. it's going to be fun to watch, and then tomorrow night, obviously, I'll be in here listening to you guys call it all yep. from out there. Uh, yeah, can't wait. And thank you to you guys, because it's been so awesome to have this 12-2, and then let it ride as well, but this 12-2 has been highlight of the week. Can I just week. say, it's uh, been, it's Adrian Prozanko, so yep. if they gave another Walkley for on-air talent, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. he <laughs> has been Clive Church, he's been the, wow. Cl- not Clive Churchill medal, the Clive Palmer medal for the- <laughs> <laughs> for the crunch time the team. Clive Palmer Mate, I'm, I'm insufferable already. Another one of those door stoppers and I'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how good is this? Gibbo's here. You've been helping out a fair bit as well. Uh, have your say, though. one 1170 Text 0457-736-736. So much to talk about. You mentioned Let It Ride. There is no Let It Ride today because we're going straight to the MCG on the back of this at 2 o'clock for the – well, just about to be uh, – they kick off at 2, don't they, in the 2:30. AFL? 2.30, yeah. yeah. And, boys, I love the irony in all this – the last 12 months, 18 months, everyone in AFL land is saying, we've got to have a twilight or a night grand final. And everyone in rugby league is saying, we've got to have a daytime grand final. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just wants to whinge about what they haven't got, haven't they? I know, exactly. Hey, on, on the food subject, now last year I used to always introduce a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I actually, for some reason, I didn't do it this year. So in memory of our of y- yesteryear yeah, yeah. and our last show of the year, I brought in... One of the most underrated chocolate bars for all of us. Ooh. You bring the Moro bar in, did you? No, <laughs> most underrated. Love oh. the Moro. The Chiquito. Oh, the Chiquito. Oh, yes. Thank oh, you, Sats. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Sats. Mm. Chewy Thank caramel you. fudge, crunchy balls and loads the, of chocolate. The most underrated chocolate bar <laughs> yeah. on the shelf. I may yeah. have brought in a few alcoholic ginger beers to wash it down Oh, did you now? I've bought nothing, isn't it? I'll tell you what I did bring in. The boys were on the show earlier on Willie Mason and Justin Horro. And whilst they're on the show, I went across the road to get some bacon and egg, uh, some uh, scrambled eggs. Sat down doing some work, and lo and behold, I just literally left Clive Churchill medalist being Willie Mason, mm-hmm. and sitting across from me was a bloke who had won two, Bradley Clyde. <laughs> wow. there so, you go. so I came back and I said, "Boys, Bradley Clyde's over there. Do you want me to go and get him? Try and get him." So I walked back, and they said, "Oh, you ain't get him." I said, "Listen, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him." So they come back with Bradley Clyde, knock on the door, said, righto, boys, as promised in sales, you uh, under-promise and you over-perform. Well, here's Bradley Clyde and here is Steve Walters. Oh, boxhead. Wow. Yeah, they both wow. came in. That's awesome. Champions. Champions. Great I did, guys. Good, good to, isn't Willie looking fit at the moment? Like, super yeah. fit. Yeah. One of the, the funnest parts of my job was um, ghostwriting his column at the Sun Herald. That was uh, – <laughs> Goodness me, I had to protect him from himself a couple of times. <laughs> hey, just, just to peel back the curtains, just on uh, Stevie Walters, and I do appreciate him and the great man Bradley Clyde coming over. So because I had interrupted them, they were done. There was three sort of empty coffee cups, so I just took it upon myself. And I said, oh, I really appreciate it, boys, and, and, and I'll, get you, I'll get you bill, right? So I've turned up, and, and Steve sort of goes, oh, no, no, but he wasn't trying too hard to get it off me. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, um, oh, I'll, I'll grab the boys, boy, Bill. And they go, 84 bucks. I'm like, oh, right out. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. <laughs> How many lattes did they have? <laughs> so anyway, uh, boys, so excited for this. This, this. When was the last time we had a grand final that had so many 
superstars, so many star quality. So many narratives out of the game. Yeah, billboard well. kids in yeah. it. It's I don't actually remember one. This this is built up to be an absolute beauty. It's the two best teams all year, and it doesn't always pan out that no. way, does it? So it's it's special. It's interesting, too. It's going to be like 35, 36 degrees yeah. tomorrow, and both of these teams, you sort of think that one would normally um, find that as an advantage, but, I mean, it's up. It's very hot in Penrith, and it's very hot course, in Brisbane as well. Mm. Yeah, awesome. That's, awesome no fa- that's no factor in helping a side. I, I don't believe so. Do you, no, Sats? absolutely not. It comes down to your training. Simple as that. Yeah. So, and they're, they're all fit, and they're all, they all train smart. But I've got to say, everyone keeps talking about the matchups. There's matchups right across yeah. the park. I think the most important matchup of the NRL Grand Final tomorrow is number 13. I think whoever wins the game, the 13, gets to Clive Churchill. Really? I think that's how important both those players are to this side. Okay. Boys, um, Sats asked me this privately, but let's open it up to the listener because it's a great question. 0457 736 736. If you were able to swap for your club one other player, but you had to give that number, jumper number exactly to them as well, who would you swap? From the other side, yeah? yeah, yeah. So for me, I would, if I was the Broncos, and I don't, I don't know if they're the numbers, but we're talking about positions. I would swap Jesse Arthur's for Brian Toll. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If I was the Panthers, I would swap. Sorry, that's if I'm. Yeah, if I was the Panthers, mm. I would swap Tungor, who I think's injured, for Tony Staggs. Yeah. Mm. What, what, what would you boys do? Uh, I'd bring Liam Martin in. For, for the Broncos? Yeah. At the expense of? Probably Jordan Rickey. Yep. Yeah. That, I don't hate that. And actually, I've, I've been sold a little bit on you. I'd, I'd, I'd try and fit Spencer Lenu in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, in your bench position. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For Hetherington or a, a Picora, who Actually, I really like Picora. I could see him score to try. Mm. Um, but the stage is absolutely set. Any other opinion there, AP? Now, you've covered it off pretty well. Like you think, oh, I'd love to – who do you horse trade? Like, oh, I'd love a Payne Haas in there, but do you, I'm not giving up a Fisher-Harris to have him. You know, like yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't give up Edwards for, for Walsh or vice versa. I, I, love, I love that one because both of – one of them's the reigning Clive Churchill medalist and the other one has the ability to beat the other side one, mm. you know, by himself. But they're so different. Yeah. That's what I love. Like in this great era of fullbacks – they just bring different things like defensively, Dylan Edwards, outstanding, work rate, outstanding. And then Reese Walsh has just got X Factor. I don't think he knows what he's going to do nah. half the time. He's got a bit of that yep. sort of Cameron Munster about him. Yep, yep. And, and I think, boys, you may agree with this. Dylan Edwards has locked in. Tomorrow, he's going to play an 8 out of 10. Yep. So, Reese, it's up to you to play your 9, which you could easily do, or 7 or below, which you could easily do. Do you, do you feel it's a bit like that? Yep. Where well, you know Dylan is just locked and loaded for the eight out of ten. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What I do see tomorrow will be, I think, reminiscent of the two thousand and seven grand final, Melbourne versus Manly, and there was a bit of a play that that they used to do at Melbourne with Mick Crocker. Mm. They just put a little bit of a, not a high kick up, but just oh, enough yeah. for him to get through. Mm. Remember, Brett Stewart stood there waiting, 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 and Crocker just took him out. Shot duck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, hopefully it's not an illegal shot, but I can see Nathan Cleary doing that to Reese Walsh and Liam Martin's that oh, Mick Crocker. Yeah. Imagine him under the Loves ribs. Loves to wear the oh. black cape and 
But what what would stop you from doing that? So you, you're pulling mm. up a kick. It's just a dinky kick that you're not going to challenge. You're coming through, and the moment he hits it, you just go legally crack. It's just a. It's just sending a message. Yep. That's all it is. Smart play too. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, big show coming up. Uh, great to have Lundy's company, Jeremy's company. Afternoon, gentlemen. I'm away from a TV. Is there any chance you can give updates on the Curry knockout? It's the greatest rugby league carnival in the world, says Steve. On the Central Dubbo. Coast, yeah. Well, my daughter was playing uh, up in the National Comp up in Port Macquarie, and she was playing with a young girl who happens to be the daughter of Robbie O'Davis. Oh, cool. And she, she's had the whole week camp, and now she's off to play in the Curry knockout. It's a big, it's a big carnival, isn't it? Huge, mm. and there's... Central Coast, I think it's on this it year. It is Central Coast, and yeah, a lot of NRL players playing in it as well. I'm led to believe there's... I can't remember the player. There's a player that's playing in the the state championship game tomorrow that has asked his club, can I then, if our team makes the Koori knockout final on the Monday, what? do you mind if I back up and play Monday? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the player. But, yeah, you, I mean, I love that the NRL players are so connected with the community yeah. and, and able to go back and play in the in the Koori knockout. But it's risky, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. What about I've, on the run home with Joel and Fletch? I've said this heaps of times to Brian. I've said, Brian, I've just got this vision. Tyrone Munro's going to score on grand final. I've just got this vision. Admittedly, I was expecting it to be for South in the grand final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's still there. Right. He, might, he might still do it. Yeah, speaking absolutely. Of, speaking of playing in uh, questionable comps, I just remember like turning up and playing touch footy at Putney and some of the Tigers players would be there. And I'm just looking, this is a goat track. Yeah. Like imagine if like a... You know, a Mitchell Moses, oh. someone who was back in the day, like could do their ankle, and you just oh no. Who was the player that played in a, a rugby union under another name? Junior Barlow. Junior Barlow. Yeah. So yeah. in third grade, <laughs> <laughs> and he thought, "I'm gonna, no one's gonna notice my like 125 yeah. kilogram cane. I'm just gonna put this headgear on." And yeah, it's like, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, so, and he just did it. Like he didn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. He just wanted to play with his mates and. Yeah. Hey, uh, Satsi, did you say um, you learnt from the luncheon that the Panthers are staying in, in town together? So, or? so I saw Ivan on M night, and I said, do you just copy and paste? Does this week become yep. really easy as a club? Not the result, but in the game itself. He said, yeah. He said, we follow just we just follow suit. We just copy, paste, let's yep. go again. And, yeah, go and stay the night before in and around Homebush there, yep. in and around the facility. I don't know whether that's a visual thing, whether they get to see the stadium and mm. they've done that in years gone by and obviously it's worked, or whether they they want to try and alleviate any sort of stresses going to the game, whether it's by bus as a team, yep. whatever it may be. So, yeah, it's you know the week is a lot smooth. It's never easy. No. It's always nerve-wracking. I think the grand final qualifier is a far more nerve-wracking game to be involved really? in. Really? Yeah. But in saying that, they'll they'll feel pretty comfortable where they're at. So just on this, right, so the one percenters that Ivan comes up with, now I think I shared with you boys before where they don't go to the same coffee shop because it's quite intimidating for the locals, so they'll divide and conquer. And not only that, the message it sends to the proprietors out there where we're not just going to Joe's coffee shop all the time, we're going to Mary's and Ben's and Alex's and they're sharing it around, which is Mm. great for the community. So in threes and fours they do that, which is fantastic. But apparently Ivan Cleary... He's so fastidious, and these one percenters, just before the finals campaign clicks into gear, he takes out all the partners. Him and his wife, Beck, take out all the partners. Not the boys, all the partners, right? And 
And basically, it's to let them know, look, guys, this next month is clearly going to be a little bit sort of rollercoastery as far as your husband, partner may not be as present as they should or could be, but they're, they're distracted and they, they also may be jumpy about things. And, you know, we really don't want to have, you know, arguments and, yep. and, and it's not right, but it's just to set the, set the idea that, well, you know, this is what's going to happen. Mm. And, and you guys can play a major part in just for these next few weeks, the, mm. the mood of the player and, and it does all count, you know, and, Absolutely, and yeah. so it's, it's interesting. I wonder whether they share rooms with someone or, or would they all have their own room? Well, I think it would depend on the player. What do you some, want? There's some players that, like for example, if, if we were given the option of what you, what your room allocation was going to be, yep. like my roomie was Tony Paul tour because yep. we had the same sort of traits. We used to like to go to bed late. Yep. Um, we'd always have our customary packet of twisties at about 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. We'd watch a movie and we were, we were quite active. Yeah. yeah. We're going in and out of rooms and just trying to be a menace really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas you didn't want to be ruined with Craig Gower. Because his the air conditioner was on sixteen degrees, yeah. the curtains were closed. It was like a bat cave, <laughs> and all he does is sleep. Gowie. So would he? Would he also not want to be with anyone? Well, I don't think you'd want to be with anyone with him because he you wouldn't want to sit in a bat cave. Yeah. You just want to be there by yourself. Where I think some players they they do like they love the interaction. I'm the same. I couldn't have been in a room by myself. I've mm. got to be talking to someone. Yeah. Was yeah. he the captain? What do the captain normally get it? Get their own in origin? Room? They did. I remember yep. Lockie had his own room and he used to bring his PlayStation and hook it up to the TV. And, but, um, <laughs> but everyone, ha- they pretty much have their own rooms now, but I think based on grand, like the night before grand final, I think that asked for your preference mm. as an individual. I saw you at um, the Daly M's mm. earlier in the week, which is a great mark. You know that the big game is coming when, when that rolls around. And it's sort of funny in that where you get seated sort of tells you where you sit in the rugby league picking order. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've got like yourself, you would have been at what, yeah, probably at the main table, I'd, I'd imagine, Sats. I, I didn't see you much. You know, I saw Jimmy Smith there. He was on the kids' table having chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then I've rocked up and, and I was on table 31. And, and you've got your little place card. There's only you, 30 tables. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, the, it's the one right out the back. Yeah. So I sit, I sit there, I see the little place card, you've you, you got your name. I see next to it, it's got Peking Duck. I think, oh, that's delicious. I could go some of that. And they go, no, you idiot. Like, that's the entertainment. That's what the kiddies are listening to. Yeah. So I just thought, like, I'm on the fun table. Like, yes. This is where it's all going to happen. And then sadly, they didn't lob at all. Like, they did their set. They didn't. Oh, they didn't sit and, at the table at all. They didn't sit at the table. So like, I ate their like, entree and oh. all, that's, all their dessert. Hey, can and I say that stuff. song, sorry to cut you off, just yep. really while you're talking about Peking Duck. They did that show my say my name. That was yeah. With all the all the uh, you know the the action throughout the year. Yeah. I got to say it would be an amazing NRL anthem. Say yep. my name. And really. It's got all the, oh, it was amazing, amazing it, footage. Yeah. It was interesting listening to a, a colleague of mine who was covering it, but off the TV, mm. and she was saying that it didn't come across that good. But in the room, it was brilliant, amazing. And and it was the same with um, Dale Finucane doing the the tribute. Um, as well, like that was unbelievable. Like, I don't know who the female um, uh, soloist with him was, but like they were, it was one of the highlights of the night. Has Karen Nikki, Murphy yeah. finished her speech yet? <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> no, I mean seriously, like, like, and, and the medal's named after Karen. Like she, she's a great contributor. What if so they this, win and one of her players gets the. It's amazing. It's amazing, and, yeah. and she's so likable and what she's done for the game. 
But for these award ceremonies, and that was a pre-recorded thing. Mm. You've got to go, sorry, Cameron, we actually needed to be under a minute. Because for every person who goes, like Toddy Payton got the award last year for mm. the, for the you know, just the break of the record of the thing. But you just got to move along. But because, because she's not in the room, you can't play the music. And, you, know, well, you, don't, you don't get the wind-up sort yeah. of tune. So if it was... SEN Awards, you would have played the Oscars music. Oscar music. 100%. I, 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 like, I've hosted a lot of uh, corporate awards nights, and it's the, the speeches can absolutely yeah. stuff the night. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it, it did go on. But I will say this. She's one person I would love to have a beer with. Of I, I interviewed her last year when she was just finishing up in the integrity unit. Senior-ranking detective for yeah, many yeah. years. Yeah. So she was a lead investigator for, for them. And she talked about the job, and she didn't go into specifics, obviously, because, you know, I was putting the stuff to print. But if she told you, like, 4% of what she has oh, seen, yeah. experienced, yeah. like, investigated the stuff that's been, like, swept under the carpet that's never seen the light of day, yeah. like, I would be hanging off every I tell you word. What, during yeah. a period of male domination in the police force as well, in, especially mm. in the detective ranks, yep. like, she... She went toe to toe with oh, some of, of the toughest of them. Yeah. Of course, and, and you know what? What she's done with the Titans—they've only conceded four tries in the last four matches. So, as I say, it's it's not on her because the goodness coming out of her wanting to not miss anyone. She wanted to thank everyone, it, but it has to be instructional. They have to say, "Listen, it has to be a minute," mm. and then you approach that how you like. You can't have someone talking for four minutes. Well, you, you also like, like the Graham Norton show, you <laughs> the red chair. Just... Yeah. <laughs> or you've got Red Simons with the gong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, plenty more still to get to. Sorry, boys. We better take a break because uh, that chicken's going cold and missing. I think Gibbo's had most of it. But anyway, uh, a break and back with more. This is Crunch Time. All thanks to Azito, Bunnings, Before You Dig. Uh, it is a big show still to come here on your Saturday afternoon as Crunch Time fires up. We're only just getting started here. An hour and 40 still to go. And we'll take you straight to the MCG on the back of this for the AFL Grand Final.